Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. And today's episode is going to be a today this year's Easter special episode. Um, and today we're going to be joined with Molly, and this will be Molly's first podcast um ever, um which is really cool because uh it's something new to try, um and yeah, and it's been a while since me and, and Molly kind of saw each other or, or chatted, so it's going to be really cool. So Molly, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much. It's great to be invited. Yeah. So how how are you doing? How have you been? I'm very good, thank you. Been keeping busy at the minute with my, my job, but it's good to have some downtime and have chats like this and catch up. Yeah. I I I always enjoy it because it I think it's better like than like texting sometimes or when you speak to yeah. people like face to face. Yeah, definitely. And it's a good good opportunity to do it like this as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool. So, to anyone who maybe who doesn't know who you are, Molly, could you just do like a quick introduction of yourself? Yeah, of course. So, I'm Molly, and I used to work at Marketfield School. So, this is how I know Mason. I used to be a teacher there and work in various different classes, with various different people. Um, I've since left there. I've been away from there for about three years now, and now I'm a police officer instead. So, I help people in a different way too. Yeah, that, that is really cool, being a um, a police officer. Um, so, what what kind of is your kind of job with, with doing the police? Then is it going to different cases or like okay? Because I know you can do lots in the police force. So, what, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, so I've recently just swapped roles. So I used to deal with all the different type of jobs that came in every single day, sort of emergencies and different things like that. Now I'm in a different team where I look to safeguard younger children and to stop them getting involved in criminal activity. Oh, that, that, that that's really fun. Um because it's 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 a bit it's a bit a bit of a difference, isn't it, to working at the school and then going to the police. <laughs> yeah, it is, but I can still use some of my skills um fr- from working in the school to this job now, which is which is good. And I still still enjoy it, enjoy both roles. Yeah, I th- I think it's really cool because like you you because of like working with people who maybe like have different needs and like who are autistic as well um at yep. the school and then if you encounter that maybe somewhere down the line with what you're doing now you'll 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 be quite understanding yeah I've been able to to put my sort of background knowledge and skills into this job as well now so it's yeah. really good it's helped help me out definitely yeah yeah so like how when you was at like the school how, how long was you there for at uh, the school I think I was there about six years at the school I started yeah. off just helping out in the playground as a midday assistant and then got a job in the classroom and teach teaching in there and then became a one-to-one with some people and able to help them everyday life really and all their different life skills yeah yeah it's, it is very good um because I um I, I joined there I can't remember now but I, I, it's probably I, I you say three years that you haven't been there it's probably about a similar time when I left <laughs> Yeah, I think it yeah. possibly was. I can't remember the exact time I left. It was yeah. it was around the start of COVID, so it was it was that time. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty twenty ish. Yes, um, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think I might have left a couple of years after. Like, I I I definitely wasn't there in twenty twenty. I was um, I think I was probably third year college or something like that. But Maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, like how how did like 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 the start did like the pandemic kind of affect you with everything? Um. It was very different, wasn't it? It was a challenge for everybody, really. 
everyone had to adapt to a different lifestyle and things changed, didn't it? Sort of going out wasn't as possible as it was before. But I think we all adapted in our own way to it and found ways that worked. And we yeah. soon soon got through it and it just became sort of the new lifestyle, didn't it, for everybody, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's just, it was one of those things I um, had to adjust to. Yes, yeah. Now, unfortunately, couldn't be helped, but we have to keep everybody safe. Yeah, well, we have to try our best, don't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and see what we can do. Yeah, yeah, because... Um, yeah, I think that that was the reason I kind of started doing a podcast. I started it in twenty twenty, um, and I didn't know what podcast was. You know, like uh, I never heard of it before. Um, and then uh, my logos changed half a dozen times, like off the podcast, and then people keeping it now and change anymore. Because <laughs> oh. so, um, yeah, it, yeah. So I started in twenty twenty, and then um, found out how to get guests on, um, and then kind of continued it really, because um. For me, I'm kind of still in a little bit the same situation with being in a compromise as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to, I still do it. Like, not not as much as probably I will of last year because I, I did loads last year. But, yeah, it's it's good fun. Like, the thing I enjoy about it is that you speak to um, people like, like this and um, different people around the world as well. So it's, it's really fun. And it's good that, like, you have platforms like this where you can just... Like you could be a million miles away, really, um, and you still talk. Yeah, still be able to catch up with people, and like you say, it can be sort of wherever you are is convenient. As it can be something like this is really, really good to do. Be able yeah. to chat with each other, and like you say, still get to see each other, but still sort of within maybe the comforts of your own home. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Yeah, it is good. Um, but with um, like um, like. With the school, we, there was quite a lot of trips going to football matches, weren't there, when, when, when we was there? Yeah, yeah, but when me and you both like our football, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we went to quite a lot of England matches. Yes, yeah, we then. did, yeah, we got a few Wembley trips, didn't we? And to go to go there, it's a good opportunity to, to go and see it with everybody and get involved in that atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, oh, I do like Wembley, it is a good stadium. Yeah, it's very big, isn't it? Very very big in comparison to what we're used to at Ipswich. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's just not a bad stadium though. Yeah. It's, it, I think it, like um like I, I I look at other stadiums, maybe like Bournemouth for example in the Premier League, that their attendance is not as much it's just got more attendance than like Bournemouth for example. So you, you yeah. you'd think we're a Premier League club really, wouldn't you? <laughs> Very true, yeah. What we're a thirty thousand seater stadium, and not many League One teams have that, do they? So yeah, we are as Ipswich as a team. They we look quite good in comparison to some others. Yeah. Yet to make it to the top. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's been in the league we are now for about five years now. Um, I think. Yes. Yeah. We need to get out of League One. We need to be back in the Championship and work our way back up to where we should be. <laughs> yeah, I think we will. Uh, like. Like every kid that the manager that we have, um, because he's really good, isn't he? Um, Kieran yeah, Kieran McKenna. Yeah, I really like him. He's got good, good knowledge behind him, hasn't he? And he's yeah. putting that forwards into the style of play, and it's been been really good so far. So, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's really good. Like because um, like if I had if I had to choose, like because we're doing well in the FA Cup at the moment. By the time this comes out. We might not even be in the FA Cup, so <laughs> I don't want to speak okay, too soon. Um, but if I had a choice, speaking to them about like how things are at the moment, I would rather win the FA Cup than go up 
if there was one or the other you had to choose. And the reason I would choose the FA Cup is because if you win the FA Cup, you can go into Europe, even though it's, it's probably awful. Uh, like Because they get a lot of money, though. That, that's the thing, that they get a lot of money if they win the FA Cup and they get better players who, to play in Europe, um, which is one of the reasons I would rather do that um, because you could go on like... Um, like it, it, I think it, I, I would just prefer that, even though I want us to go up very bad, yeah. but... <laughs> I yeah, I know what you mean though it gives the club extra funding doesn't it and it would be an easier way to Wembley maybe and like you say then the opportunities after that are probably good but we need to hopefully we, we can do both like you say we may already be out of the cup by the time this goes out but there's always next season <laughs> yeah yeah but, but I think it's been I think almost a decade I think perhaps I, I, it might not have been that much but I think 2010 the last time we got probably this far or or even got past the first, second rounds of the FA Cup. So, Yeah, least... right, yeah. So now this is at least a, a good change so far. Ipswich are fourth round, aren't they? Pushing on for the fifth. Just yeah. got to get past that replay. But I think, yeah, maybe we, we want it more than some other clubs. So might be okay. Might be able to do it. Most of the big teams are out, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to be fair, Ipswich are becoming a big team, hopefully. So I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, they, like it's 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 really fun. Like like because you've got like they they've chosen a good manager. Even though other managers have been good, but I think the way we're playing it, it's better because like you've got Kieran McKenna come from May United, um, like working in their system, and he's brought maybe a, like uh, his experience from there into the team. Um. But um, it, it's it's like everything, isn't it? If we do bad in the game, it's all doom and gloom, and I will visit it like the next time. Yeah, but I think, like you say, Kieran McKenna's got that experience behind him, and yeah, we may have that doom and gloom at the end of the game, but we seem to be picking it up for the next game. No one ever starts off feeling as sad as they did maybe the end of the last game, but we soon get to pick up our spirits, don't we, and get a good result in the end, hopefully. Hopefully, so. From now, where we are in the league, what what are your thoughts? Do, 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 do you think we'll get there in the top two or do you think we'll get in the playoffs? I'm, I'm really hoping we will clinch the second place. Well, obviously, I don't think we'll get champions as such, but the second place, I'm really hoping because with Ipswich's records in playoffs, we're, we get a bit bit worried and a bit panicky. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I'd rather obviously finish second than third. But if we finish third, we should have a better opportunity playing sixth, mm. whoever finishes sixth. But again, it it all depends on the day, doesn't it? But I, I really do hope, and I think we will be able to, if we continue to play like we have done the last couple of games, then I think we may be able to better that goal difference, better our points, and hopefully just pinch second towards yeah. the end. Yeah, I hope so. Because... Um... It's just like it's a three-horse race at the moment, but you've got other teams catching up, um, <laughs> like Derby, for example. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I'm always worried when it comes to the playoffs because I think the last playoffs that we got were in the Championship, and our first our playoff match was against Norwich, and we lost. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, and I was at that game, and I was very heartbroken. It was <laughs> upsetting, but but we tried. So yeah, hopefully this will be a better opportunity if we did get to playoffs this season. And yeah, make up for that mistake the last time we got there. <laughs> yeah, but what I think when I when I see the playoffs and the automatics, um, and sometimes 
if a, the third place is maybe a two points behind at the end of the season, second, and then sixth place just gets into the playoff by a point of seventh. I think that's unfair because yeah. like, th- third place have just missed out on the automatic automatics where maybe the sixth place has just got in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's where it gets tricky because sometimes they have that bit of extra fight, whereas we've put in a lot more effort maybe than them to get to where we are at third and they've maybe just got that little bit more energy, but hopefully it doesn't go that way. We're thinking positive. Yeah, like, um, like I still, like, I, I believe that Plymouth, will, I, I still believe that they won't get, I think Sheffield Wednesday will win the league. Um, in my opinion, and I, I think Plymouth will fall because uh, this was the same situation last year in the League One where Plymouth were exactly where they were this time last year, um, and they, they they didn't get there. I don't think they even finished in the playoffs. I think they're finishing the playoffs, but I think Ipswich will get there. Um, well, but let's hope so. <laughs> That's not a yeah. ourselves, but... we've made the biggest jump, haven't we? I think from finishing sort of mid-table last season to now sort of pretty much been at the top the whole time haven't we so I think we've made the biggest improvement and yeah let's hope it sticks yeah I hope so I hope so (laughs) me too otherwise I'll be very sad if not at the end to go again next season yeah well we want to be the championship next season (laughs) I hope so yes yeah and then yeah and then getting the Premier League maybe not straight away I don't expect us to get in the straight away no no I don't think so I think that'd be hard hard work in comparison to the Premier League clubs at the minute but one day definitely yeah, yeah. if it, it if we're doing well against the likes of Burnley you're miles <laughs> at the top of League One and um like after that game we played against them um I saw um them say they were saying that it's just played better than most championship clubs have against them yeah yeah, I saw that. I think, and they gave us sort of a run for our money, as you'd say. They played well, we, but we played well as well. And it was just unfortunate that no one could put the ball in the back of the net for us. But, yeah, we played really well. And like you say, those fans were saying that we played like a championship team. Yeah. It's it's funny with it switch, though, isn't it? Like, one game we play like that and another game we'll lose to Cambridge. <laughs> That's what I mean. We can be quite panicky, can't we, sometimes, last minute. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to say we're we'll to Cambridge because I think we've got Cambridge next. So. <laughs> yeah, we've got Cambridge on Saturday, haven't we, coming up? Yeah. Um, I don't think we have a good record against Cambridge either, really, do we, in the, in the league? Yeah, um, to be honest, I'm not quite sure how we've, how we've played before, but you've just got to think of how we're playing at the minute. No matter yeah. who we're playing against, we've just got to play a good style of football and and get the Dapo up front, get him to score something. Yeah, we're doing, we're, we're doing pretty well at the mm. moment. Um, but within like sport and like football, do you, do you, do you, do you think like, um, I know most um, clubs, m- m- most clubs that um, do you think should have more like, re- like resources, um, like maybe for sensory or people who have got autism or like, like needs that maybe they can't go in there. Like 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 there's a sensory room perhaps or room that you should go in and watch the match if you don't want to be in that like crowd with lots of noise. Yeah, I think that'd be a really good idea, Mason. And last year I think it was with season tickets with sort of the younger play younger fans going, they put out sort of a sensory package, didn't they? I'm not sure if they did it this season, but of any football game, I think that'd be a really good opportunity, yeah, too involve those like you say that have those sensory needs that find it difficult to be in a large environment with sort of loud noises 
but to still have that feeling of being able to go to a football game that would be a really good good idea if clubs could start to accommodate things like that and have those maybe those special games for that to make it a lighter atmosphere not as noisy and to accommodate yeah for those with with additional needs because then it would be really inclusive I think it'd be a good opportunity for clubs to especially get their name out there and also recognize autism as well be really important I think if clubs could do that I think it would be really helpful as well because um, I have mentioned it to like um, people at Switch because um, having a sensory room because it'll be helpful. Like it, not just only that, if people are, like vulnerable or stuff as well, like you can you can go in that room and you, like it, it could be a view where you can actually watch the game. Um, yeah. Rather than sitting in there, um, because it can be um, I guess sometimes overwhelming overwhelming for some people. Um, like because of the noise, um, I think away games are much different as well. So if you go for an away game, it's a much different experience than a home game that you're used to. Um, especially if you, if you do have a season ticket, because mm. if you have a season ticket, you'll, you'll be sitting in that same seat more or less each time. Um, yeah. and, and if you go to an away game, you you don't really get that kind of power. You you kind of go where you you got your ticket, yeah. but but it's more it's more kind of ground based than maybe you perhaps you got a home game. You go a bit higher up. Yeah, maybe. And I think, like you say, home games are good. If you do have a season ticket or you are able to get the same seat or around the same area, it's good because it's more familiarity, isn't it? And like you say, away games, sometimes it is different. It is putting yourself in a different situation and you may not know how you feel. But definitely at home clubs, I think home clubs could definitely be more accommodating, potentially. And yeah, it's good if you have had chats with them about that. Because like you say, sensory rooms, if it maybe it was getting too much, and like you say, overwhelming, be a place to go, wouldn't it? But still not miss out on the action because you don't want to, I assume, miss out. So if there's a screen in those rooms or something like that, it'd be really beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, 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 unfortunately, I haven't been able to go to, like, I've got a scene ticket, but I haven't been able to, to go to any of the games so far this season. And I hope I can, but just because of um I guess like the COVID there and like being vulnerable um and like there's no rules in place now so it's a bit harder probably harder than when the rules were in place or maybe people in my position um but it's 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 hard um which I had the fortunate of watching at home like um like uh, when it's on but it's not as good as when you actually go to the game yeah, it's a different different atmosphere, isn't it? At least you still get to see it. But like you say, you've got to put your health first and things like that. And if it compromises that by going to a large stadium, yeah, at least you can get to watch it at home. Yeah, hope, hopefully towards maybe the end of the season, you can get, get going back and get to see, see it live. But like yeah. you say, at least you get to watch it online anyway and you still get to, to see the play. To be fair, probably better than maybe the view you've got from your seat sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes yeah. um um I don't know if I told you this but once I um I went to Norwich away um like a couple of years ago um and I stayed in a Norwich Premier Inn or, or or just a hotel um about two minutes from the stadium well you can see the stadium yeah. it's like over the top of it where you could watch it oh, and okay. and and they said like no it's fans are allowed in here they said only Norwich fans are allowed to be in in this hotel, and I was thinking to myself, like they, I didn't tell I was a Norwich fan. <laughs> <laughs> <Get quiet. laughs> um, and I was thinking, why, like, why? 
I came here to to stay here, not like well, I just said that. And then um, they said you can't even wear an extra top; it's banned. And then, <laughs> and then um, like I, I go to the game. I wear my extra top, but I just hide it. I'm one walking out. Yeah, hide um, it on the way there. They can be funny, can't they? In in Norwich, obviously, they are worried about the rivalry with Ipswich and yeah. the challenges it it may face, but. I suppose like say you're not going there to cause any trouble so and a lot of fans don't it's yeah. only a minority that do but the problem was was that actually when i was in there i was in there 15 minutes and then i left and that reason was i go in there and then you've got the, the, this was the Ipswich fans uh like half them m most of them were like they were really drunk and they shouldn't mm. be in the stadium in my opinion um because it's almost like they've gone in there and they're struggling to walk. And then you go to your seat and then it's like you're in sardines. And then, and then you've got, and you, you talk to the, the Norwich stewards and then you say to them, are you going to do something? Um, and they don't, they just stand there. They're standing on the pitch and doing nothing. And then so um, I, I leave and then uh, I, I guess because it was just too much. And then I watch it. And then they even said at the hotel, you can't watch it from the window. You have to go to the match. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. um, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm watching it out the window. Lost anyway, but don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different atmosphere, isn't it? Especially at, at Norwich at away games. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I love it when they're at home, though, when it's switched Norwich at home, because um, the rivalry is good. But, yeah, it's like, I think more now, like... Well, the more we play them now, we're we're better than we we used to be. Yeah, no, definitely. But maybe next season that will come if if Norwich stay stay where they are and we go up. Yeah, we'll have another exciting exciting derby game. Yeah, I don't think they will go up. I I don't, I don't see them going up um to the Premier League this time. No, no ho ho hopefully not. <laughs> then yeah. we can get those exciting. I always like it. Um, when a new team goes up that hasn't been in the Premier League for a while. Yeah, it gives, gives them an exciting chance, doesn't it? They've obviously worked hard enough to get there, so yeah. Yeah, like perhaps a team that hasn't been in it before or uh, a team that hasn't been in it for like a good number of years. Um, I know you've got Burnley, Sheffield United at the top that have been on there, like going up and down and up and down kind of thing. So that, I, I don't see them, them two not going to the, to the Premier League, but... Um, I always like um other teams to do to do to haven't had the chance to be up there before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it gives gives them that opportunity, and then they get to to see how it goes. You never know; they might be, as you call it, the dark horse, the one that they didn't expect for it to happen, and they do well. Yeah, they they, they do they do, but um, like I think with um, I think with sport and like autism, like I think it's hard for sometimes like um. For people to get involved because um like with autism there's kind of like a stigma that people can't do certain things um and i think it's good when well, like like with football for example it's it brings like everyone together doesn't it if you support a team um and i think like that i think they do more just to get people involved and i think it's good when they do that because it just makes people feel that they want them to get involved yeah no it would be it would be good like you say if they could be teams that could be made of those with the additional needs if you did have autism but you loved football there could be a place for everyone to go and be involved together 
and then everyone would be maybe a bit more aware of your of your needs and of of what you'd like or don't like and things like that would be good and again bring you all together have a different friendship group with something in common so that'd be quite a good idea yeah I think I think it would and like I um like before I went to Markfield and stuff like I I, I, I came from a mainstream school that I was there for a year um and then I joined the rest of from, from I went there probably in January time um after that year I was in mainstream school and it was better um but like whether it's mainstream school it was hard because no one really understood me and my, my autism um because I, perhaps I wouldn't ask for help um if I needed it because I knew they wouldn't have helped me um they would have just said try it try again or, or something like that um and then I I I, I just didn't I didn't want to waste people's time when they wouldn't help me anyway so and then I eventually left. And then I, I always remember the last thing um, like that the head of year said to me, they said, uh, um, are you going to miss coming here? And I said, uh, I said, yeah, I did have to say, yeah, because I would, I would have been questioned if I said no. <laughs> um, or like they said, are you going to come back and visit? And now I would like to go back and visit. And not because I like the place. I just want to see if they're doing anything differently now. And like, are they being more accepting with people who have autism or, or stuff like that? Um, yeah. Like then I wasn't really confident. I was um like when I got questions about stuff, I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't kind of defend myself. I would just say say yeah just to make stop them kind of I guess having a go at me. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Like you said, if you don't feel comfortable to ask for help or to explain maybe that something's difficult. It it's nicer to have that environment around you and those people around you, like you say, that do understand. So to for people to understand autism everyone is unique everyone has their own different thoughts and feelings but to understand as a whole that 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 is the case that just because one person enjoys something or finds something hard doesn't mean that the other person doesn't so yeah it's definitely a good good thing that people are in schools as such accepting of it if you go to maybe the right school and yet it would be good to see whether they've acknowledged that and accepted yeah. that but yeah, some people do need additional additional help. Yeah, yeah, like I um yeah, that there were certain situations. So at this uh major school I went to, um, so one situation was um where where they said that you got five seconds to get changed in or pee, otherwise you get locked in, um and mm-hmm. and I um I took that seriously because they said it very seriously. They didn't say it in a jokey mm-hmm. way, um and. Like we're with autism, some people may not get sarcasm all the time. And for me, when I was younger, I didn't get sarcasm really, and I, I took offence quite a lot. But but now I, I I'm probably sarcastic more often <laughs> um, about certain things. But I understand it more now. I guess now I'm older. Um, but but yeah, I I, I took that seriously. So so I'm getting changed. Like I'm half dressed. I t- I got half dressed in there, and I took it out so just in case they were going to lock me in. Um, oh, yeah. It's a worry, isn't it? Like you say, taking things literally and not understanding different tones of voice and the way different people mean different things. But like you say, maybe as you've grown up, it's it's changed for you. But every everyone's different, aren't they? So everyone will have will have perceived that differently and have different yeah. times to to think about. Actually, was that serious or was that not? And like you say, sometimes it's especially with with people with autism, they do they do take things seriously. It's hard to understand the sarcasm. And yeah, that's that's not fair sometimes on on those that 
that do have those needs because other people around them have said it and they obviously maybe don't realise of what, what they've said. So, yeah, the, it'd be definitely good if we could widen people's knowledge of things like that so that circumstances like that don't happen to others. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, I know people today that still don't get sarcasm. Um, yeah. And I I completely understand because, it, like you say, everyone's different. Like Everyone has different lengths and stuff. Like, like, like I remember getting like, um, confronted about a situation that happened um and in mainstream school as well um and what what happened was i got told to go to the library um after lunch and wait and then one mda staff went with me as well and about five or six classmates so we've got 15 we went 15 minutes we can't get in the library because the teacher's got the key um and we're waiting 15 minutes and we're thinking what's going on like we should be in there by now and then and then 15 minutes and we think oh let's walk back and see if anyone's in the classroom and there were two students in the classroom and the actual teacher that was said to go out of the library um and then the first thing the teacher says is uh where you've been and then people said we just went out of the library and then i said you told us to go out of the library and then the teacher said i didn't and then i was thinking to myself well if that was the case um i didn't say anything like out loud but i said i was thinking to myself if that was the case why would an MDA, MDA staff walk with us or or like five or six other students who, who walked with us? And then um, you couldn't even defend yourself or put your point across because teachers was like, mm. um, you've got a detention. Mm. And uh, like the timeout and uh, I like to think, I always say I'm, I'm pretty good. Like I, I, I wouldn't go there if I didn't, wasn't told to. <laughs> um, and then the head of year, kind of the head teacher of the year, comes down the, the next so following morning um goes to the form group and gets all of us out and then um like if i if that was me now that like because the way he spoke to me was horrible how, how he spoke to us he was like really kind of uh, aggressive and rude and he, he was like the teacher was like um what why why did you go out of the library and and stand there and like we're wasting the teacher's time and then i thought to myself this 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 is a very small situation and it would have made much bigger than it actually was because mm. it, it could have got resolved easily like the, the teacher of the considering this teacher is like in the mainstream school this is a section where maybe special need like people maybe have had autism or other special needs would go for that class so for, for this instance this would be an english class right and um so in my in my mind i was thinking yeah, you do need to be there. And then the teacher ends up, the head of your teacher ends up saying, I'll let you off this time, but just don't do it again. And I'm thinking to myself, let, let us off for what? We're doing what we thought was right. And that, that's what they didn't understand. And then it would all, like me now, I would actually probably talk a bit back a little bit more to try and get my point across a bit better. But I just didn't, I wasn't confident enough to do that. And that would probably be because of the way that like the whole process was with how people spoke mm. to you, kind of how you were treated. Um, but yeah, that was that kind of bit which was out of hand, really. Yeah, and like you say, that maybe now that if you've had that different experience, <clears throat> excuse me, at a different school, that maybe people a bit more were a bit more understanding and maybe you felt a bit more comfortable to say, but like you say, you have to be in that environment maybe that you feel comfortable in order to stand up. And it's not it's not a bad thing if you don't. It's just sometimes people find it harder, don't they? But it's good if you could find that courage in order to to explain and 
explain the reasons why and why you thought that was that was the right thing to do. Yeah, I think I had no choice. Everyone was looking at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I had no choice. But um, but the highlight actually, I, I didn't. I, I liked some people. Made a good friend um there and like still speak to now and like. I loved the math teacher I had. Um, his name was Mr. Varela, um, and he's very good. He's very like under quite understanding, very chilled, laid back. And um, the funny thing was, is that he left the same day as I did, <laughs> so we kind of celebrate with each other. Um, um, <laughs> same and, yeah, yeah. And then a teacher, I didn't. I I kept it quiet really about when I found out I left because I went to. Another special needs school to look at first, and then I went the one I eventually went. Uh, yeah. You that. Um, and um, I I looked around it. Um, like um, from going actually um to my Markerfield special school, it wasn't. It was quite hard at the start because I knew nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's um, different, isn't yeah. it? If you've not got any familiar faces or familiar friends, it can it can be hard sometimes to to be able to pluck up that courage to chat to someone but hopefully everyone is is welcoming and I'd like to think that people would have been yeah you may manage to find some friends and get on with staff and have a good time yeah it, it was much better like um as it went on um it, it, it was good like but although I, I did actually later on at Marketfield, I I got teachers autism training for an incident that happened which so so, so basically what happened was I, it was like during, I don't think it was like during when the art exams were going on, and I um, like teacher said go to lunch, um, and then I'm in the lunch hall. I took this seriously, so I, I'm 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 in my lunch because I, I thought because it, it it was exams, um, I thought maybe I might have my lunch earlier because I might have to go back and do something else, um, and then um, I've got MDA staff like kind of questioning me like while I'm in my lunch, and then I'm like because I I got told to. And then so sometimes, and then I think the easiest thing would have been maybe for the teacher just to say, um, go to break or, or something like that. I, I know what they mean by lunch, but maybe a bit more easier. And then yeah, different term, different phrases. Yeah. 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 And then then it, got, it went to my teacher and then had a meeting with, I think, the um, assistant head of head teacher. And then they, 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 they said about, we will get give people like all the teachers teacher training so I thought that was good anyway because even if that didn't happen I think it's good for people to just uh maybe have training in just different areas maybe they're not not well known yeah sometimes yeah sometimes people make mistakes don't they but sometimes it's good to do that in order to learn from them yeah yeah but it was it was very good and much better experience though than when I did was that mainstream because it was better for me and um I enjoyed it and it it, it was good it, it was good yeah I really enjoyed working there as well like you say it was a, a good environment nice friendly environment and it's nice to be able to work with people to in order to help them isn't it and hopefully make their school life better and as enjoyable as possible really and with a good outcome at the end hopefully that they've learned something along the way yeah like what made you kind of go to like Marketfield like um work with people that like maybe needs that more support yeah I think I like the idea of, of helping people as as much as I can and I think it was a good opportunity when it came when the job came up 
in order to give it a try. I've never really tried anything like that before. So previous market fields worked in a restaurant. So I was comfortable with talking to people, but in order to sort of work with with children and young young adults, hadn't really had the opportunity. And when I when I first went there, and I found out that everyone was really nice, and all the ch- the children there were really really lovely and happy to happy to work and happy to learn. And it was that 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 made me think actually I really enjoy this. And then getting a job in the classroom and getting to work with different people and like I say to help to help them. If whether it's a life skill or a um, sort of more of a mainstream lesson, anything like that, in order to sit with someone and to help them along the way, there's a, a good outcome at the end of every day. Yeah, yeah. So, did you work with the um, kind of the younger classes, didn't you? Like, um... yeah. So I, I worked in the autism based classes, so the classes that aren't um, that pretty much did their life skills really. So in order to everyday life skills, so things from learning to brush your teeth to learning to count, there was all sorts of different things. And they were all catered to the to the children's needs. So we yeah, we did group activities, socialisation, things like that. Like you say, sensory things, but also as well, tasks that suited that child. Yeah. So it, it helped them. Yeah, I think that I think that that, that is really important just to help them because it is it, it is good I guess you when you go home and you feel better than like that that you've helped somebody yeah yeah definitely yeah it might be something very small but that's something very small in the bigger scheme of things has made a difference somewhere and that little thing could be the building steps to the the big thing at the end so yeah definitely definitely had a good good feeling when you came home yeah I, I'm quite sensory of my autism um as well so like I get really agitated when um maybe someone you know you know when people eat and they make loads of noises with their forks and knives um and it just agitates me um um and not as much so say example like you're in maybe the school hall like at at school that's not as bad because everyone's making noise and like it's a bit better because it's just a a calm noise where where everyone's just making kind of similar noises and talking. That's fine. But say, example, someone's eating right next to me and it's just one person and I'll just analyse the sound <laughs> if it's really noisy. Um, or um, if it's a yoghurt, for example. So it, it, in my eyes, a yoghurt doesn't require much noise when you eat. <laughs> um, and if people make so much rattly noise, and I'm thinking to myself, it doesn't need that much noise. Like <laughs> No. <laughs> No, no, I'd like to think it, it wouldn't, but I suppose depend depends on how how messy they want to eat it, <laughs> so how noisy it gets. But yeah, I, I get what you mean, isn't it? It's, it's different things for different people, as some noises could could send people into, into more of a, a meltdown or such, or some noises people can can accept. It's it's different, isn't it? And that's what I mean. Everyone with autism is all got their own own uniqueness, and I like that. It's a good thing. It is good, and I. Uh, uh, I, lo- I love it and like um like you, you another thing is you know like you make a cup of tea or, or coffee and mm. you, you put your tea bag in and then you put your milk in and then you with a teaspoon um you're going around like like twirling it all in and yeah, then mug. yeah and it, you hit the mug and then I've, and sometimes people do it at home and I'm up here maybe mind my own business and then I've got people making so much noise downstairs and I'm thinking why is it so much noise like 
I don't do it. I, I don't really make the tea or coffee, but like, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate when I get it, but I don't like the noise when they're making so much going round and round and round and thinking, yeah. why? Maybe, Mason, you'll have to make the tea and coffee, coffee more often so that you don't make it as noisy as everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think more people that are heavy handed, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, don't realise, like you say, sometimes the other people's sensory needs. Mm. But to them, that's that seems okay and normal, but to others, yeah, it's it's different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not great. Like to me, um, like the scraping noise um on the plate, mm. like that, that, that like either, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that is the chalkboard. Like mm-hmm. in the olden days, where you scrape it, like the chalk yeah. on it, and th- that's what it sounds like to me. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. It makes you do that sort of thing, doesn't it? It's like, oh, don't like that noise. <laughs> right, right on your brain, right yeah. in your brain. Um, and then people won't understand. So, say example, we don't like that. Um, we don't like that scraping noise. And then we go to a football match, and we will cheer, and we we will like all that noise. Um, mm-hmm. and people won't understand that. They'll probably say. Why can you not like a little thing like that in their eyes to maybe a larger, impactful event as a football match? Yeah, but thing different things are overwhelming, aren't they? No matter how big or small, they can affect people in different ways. So yeah, like you say, it's different that people may think, well, that's something quite small in comparison to a football game. But yeah, everyone has their own different ways of thinking about it and hearing things, don't they? Sounds. Yeah sound louder to some people than they do to others yeah yeah do, 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 do you like fireworks um like going to the fireworks and stuff? I I don't mind fireworks but I do think fireworks with the bangs that there's not really a need for it mm. I think that I like the prettiness of them but the bangs yeah I don't I don't see why they need to do it I get it. Maybe it was in old times what used to happen, but surely now they can make them without bangs and it would be more beneficial for everyone with the sensory needs and for animals as well, because animals don't like it too. And it's just too loud. There's no need for them to be that loud. <laughs> Definitely. Like, whenever there's like a time of year that people use them um, and like, I've got people normally next to me, like, making so much noise and like oh, mm-hmm. I don't even go to like the Guy Fawkes events anymore or, or anything like that I, I just there's no point where you can just hear them anyway yeah <laughs> um, it's too loud isn't it sometimes they're bang they can be scary because they bang and if you're not expecting it it's yeah there is a big loud noise and it's not not very nice if you if you don't like those kind of things yeah if you picture it in maybe in a sense that where like if you bring kids to their maybe like babies that, mm. that that will scare the life out of them, I think, because yeah, like, of course it will be very loud. Yeah, because they won't be used to it, and yeah, it'd be nice if they could do it like they do in the cinema. They do autism-friendly kind of yeah screenings, don't screenings. they? They could do that for like other events, maybe not just fireworks, just other things that maybe aren't allowed. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, to make to make it quieter, to make it a calmer environment, but still with the sensory element to it. Yeah, it would be would be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is it, it is one of those things where I guess like it's either you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I I don't I haven't really gone for the last past years, so but it's not my first favorite. I always get scared when I do like a sparkler or something. Like like <laughs> if, if it's gonna 
I always think the worst, like if, if it's going to burn on me or touch me or something like that. But they are hot, and I suppose it's better than not thinking that, isn't it? Sometimes we could be cautious with with yeah. fireworks and things like that, definitely. Definitely, definitely. But um, but yeah. So like, we're 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 like, so you you so you've kind of done a lot. Like, so you you're working at a place now. Um, yeah. And then like work at school, and then working at a restaurant. Yeah, so I, what I used to do definitely is I've had a few different jobs, but each job I think I've been happy that um it's a job that I can talk to people in, and especially now the job in the school and the job in the police, it's a job that I can help people with definitely, and he especially help young children and young young adults. That's what I sort of do more in my role now. Definitely, it's it's beneficial to use those skills from both of my job experiences to to put into that and help help people and especially like you say those with 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 additional needs hopefully i've got some background knowledge to yeah. to try and assist you 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 could like like someday you 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 could go into schools um mm -hmm. and and even like talk about what you do because like like it could be something where i don't know you just teach them about like what you've done and like your journey about like going about it and like because not everyone knows about it really do they no, that's, that's very true. And I think it would be good if I could, because especially some people see police officers as scary and mm. that's not what we're there for. We are there to help people and to look after people. Obviously, if people are going to do silly things and get in trouble, then, yeah, they will get in trouble for it. But that's not what we're there to do initially. We are there to help people as much as we can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, have you always wanted to do that? Like, like be a police officer then? Yeah, yeah, it's something that I've thought about from quite a young age. And I think as well that also I probably saw police officers at football games and things like that. And I thought, oh, that'd be quite a good good thing to do. And I spoke to a few police officers at football games and and the way they spoke about it, it sounded like a good job. So, yeah, it's, it's something I have always wanted to do. And it is that element of, of helping people, really, but just in a different way. Yeah, so... Within your time as a police officer, have you been doing like like different roles as like the years have gone on, or have you just been doing the role that you're doing now? Yeah, just I did a role initially when I first started, and I did that for two and a half years, um, or just under two and a half years, where it was any call that anyone made to police on nine nine nine, any emergency calls, we deal with those. Um, so it could be a real different thing. It could be a a theft from shops or someone taking something without paying from a shop or it could be a fight in the street things like that I deal with whereas now yep yeah, sometimes I deal with jobs like that but it's more so to my role at the minute is to help the young adults and young children from stopping them from getting involved in crime so to do all I can to try and look out for them to not let them be friends with maybe the wrong people or get involved in something that they shouldn't that's my role now to try and stop that happening yeah yeah because like quite like a lot with crime like with um like stabbings and and, and kind of mm -hmm. and kind of stuff that, that, that that's kind of gone up hasn't it like the the rate of, of kind of that stuff happening um yeah and... it's worrying and that that's my role that's what I'm trying to get people to to not get involved in situations like that to try yeah. and get them involved into into something else and make them aware of of the consequences that happen with issues like that yeah it is good it is good because like um it's good to stop that kind of stuff because um 
like like I guess you 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 watch it on telly like you like police cop shows and mm-hmm. like um like which is pretty cool but I guess maybe part of you maybe so sometimes if you go to something that's kind of stuff like that or quite violent it must be like a bit scary as well because um you you don't want to get hurt like if if it is quite bad. Yeah, it can be. We have training, obviously, to deal with situations like that. But obviously, to anyone watching, it could be could definitely be scary, and it is is a worry sometimes of what we do have to get involved in. But yeah, we have we have our training and our equipment to hopefully help us out for that. Yeah, it's really good. Like, like then you got you got your police car and then go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, have you had kind of a moment like so far? with being a police officer that you've kind of thought like you've gone home and you thought like you've been like really proud of yourself for doing that for like, helping that certain person about something yeah it's quite a few jobs really um one that does stick in mind definitely is that I actually ended up um going to an incident of someone that was autistic and they were having a meltdown and a lot of people around me weren't quite sure what to do and I thought, well, I'll, I'll try maybe what I thought might be best. And in the end, this individual, um, they were selective mute. So they stopped talking and no one knew that this individual could sign. And it wasn't until this individual signed something to me that I thought, oh, I know what you're saying. And that in, that then I could able to communicate, I was able to communicate via sign as well. So that that job really stuck out to me that I've made some made a difference to someone in a really different way that I never thought I'd do in the police. But, yeah, I definitely went home feeling really happy that I'd managed to calm the situation down in a different way to what we'd normally do as police. But using my background experience from from working in an autistic school and being able to do Makaton sign. Yeah, that 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 is awesome. I, I, I think that. Like especially if, if if no one around you knew kind of what was yeah. going on and 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 you did so, um yeah I, you, yeah it you, definitely help 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 me out it did yeah, yeah, yeah. and help that person out in the end as well it was a good outcome yeah it, it's good like um what what was like it 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 it, it was good that you did that though because like a like it could have got worse perhaps if if like if you didn't it, know. it could have done maybe yeah if no one had realised um. The person that was then having, as they described it, as their their meltdown, that it may have been a lot longer for them to to calm down, and it was just fortunate and lucky that whatever I did helped. Yeah, yeah, like it's good, like because like I think that's kind of rare, isn't it? Like um, like hearing about that kind of stuff, like in the police force, because <laughs> like about like helping people who are autistic or, or on the spectrum or or got other needs as well, so. It's good that like you experience that kind of stuff and you get to go to places, kind of maybe revisit old memories, maybe from yeah, like past def- experiences. It's definitely that, like you say, revisit old memories, and it's still in there somewhere that yeah. <laughs> it's come comes to light. And yeah, it's it's good to be able to to go over stuff like that and be able to to do what I used to do and help others. Yeah, I I I actually um I I I I um kind of taught myself a bit of sign language as well um oh, good. it's a good skill to have I, I wish i'd have done some more i'd like to carry on but yeah it's definitely good if you yeah. you've taught that yourself as well because i did a um at the start of the pandemic i did a 2.6 challenge but basically what i did was i raised money 
and I um for cherry and for twenty six days I do different things and it could be it could be anything it could be I'll, I'll be watching Netflix for twenty six minutes but I wanted to make it active I wanted to do stuff that were good so I I did it um so for so for one I did maybe twenty six on a trampoline but I, I did one I did like maybe so I'd like for 26 minutes I would practice sign language and I wanted to do a sentence I can't remember now but because it was like in 2020 like the start of 2020 but I, I thought I'll do sign language because um it's it's good to learn like if I ever need to use it yeah it's really really good that's a really good idea doing challenges like that and like you say you then get to learn bits along the way and yeah. it one day it will come back to you when you need to use that sentence you'll be able to remember it it is good yeah, it's it, a good idea it, it is good like just to learn anything though like um like if at new language if you go if you go to another country france perhaps um, yeah it's good good to challenge yourself isn't it put yourself to the test it's okay if you don't get it in the end or it's not for you but it's good to try yeah yeah it, it's good like like um but yeah like so you 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 like is is that what you was thinking when you joined Marketfield? Then, like that, like you, like your ideal scenario would be there a couple of years and then progress into going with the police. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I didn't know how long I'd spend at Marketfield. It was just that the police were offering jobs that it came up, and I I had to take the opportunity. If not, I think I'd still happily be there and teaching and helping those that I could. Um, but it was just that I had to take that opportunity to at least try in yeah. the police to see how I got on. And so far, so good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. I I, I didn't know that you ah. were for the police. But um Oh, oh yeah. we've yeah. we haven't caught up clearly. Now now yeah. we've had a good no. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so is it quite long hours then with the police then? We do different shifts. So there's sometimes day shifts, sometimes late shifts, and then sometimes night shifts. So it, it depends what we're dealing with in the day as to sometimes we're home on time, sometimes we're not. Um, but we do get given the set times, but we just have to be aware that maybe sometimes we spend a little bit longer on it so we can be a bit later home. But it's, it's not too not too bad. We still get our days off. Like today's my first day <laughs> off. A <laughs> couple more to go and then I'll be back at work. Yeah. Uh, good to have a day off. Good, yeah. Yeah. Have a, have a rest. Yeah, definitely. Rest, watch some Netflix perhaps or, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, watch watch the telly and I I've got a horse, so I ride my horse and then obviously football as well. So yeah. Watch the football on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Like I are, are you still going to the Ipswich matches? Um Yeah, yeah, I I am doing. I've got a um season ticket. Yeah. Still there, so I'm still going as much as I can. As long as I'm not working, yeah. then yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Like, did you did, like? Do they ever call you? Like, perhaps if it's an emergency, like, like, like in the day, like, like if you don't have a shift, do, do you still get called sometimes? They, they, they can do, yes, but that would have to be a very, very big emergency. Quite often, they'll message, they'll text, and say um, whether people want to come in and work, and if they can, then they will do. But I've never so far been called in yet without knowing about it. So it is quite good. They can plan plan in advance if you want to do some extra days and help out. Okay, okay. Um, and like with your horse, did you <laughs> like um? Will you be going in the Grand National this year? 
Oh, <laughs> if only. No, no, we just just ride locally here where where I live and just do a little, little bit of everything, really. So sort of the riding side of things. But yeah, no, nothing fancy like the Grand National. I don't think we'll win that. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe one day I'll become a jockey. Maybe that'll be my next job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever, have you ever fallen off? Or like, oh, many times, yes. Yeah. <laughs> many times I've hurt and broken a few bones and had a few bruises, but it's all part of learning. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would I'd love to go on a horse one day, but it's just that oh, fear yeah. of falling off. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It can be scary sometimes, but it's it's comes with practice. Yeah, you've got to have a lot of practice and like yeah. Start, it's like anything like you, you start off at slowly and then mm-hmm. you, you pick up as it goes along yeah yeah definitely and yeah. I've, I've been riding for many many years now so I've had many years practice yeah do you do you do, you do that quite a lot on your, on your days off then like yeah yeah on my days off so I did that this morning uh, all this afternoon sorry I did yeah went went and rode yeah, yeah it's, it's a good, good way to spend my days off yeah yeah, have you like because I I know like because I've I've walked past the horses in the past. Have you ever had a situation where like cars have been like ignorant and and not like slowed yeah. down and stuff like that? Yeah, I have done. Yeah, people do, sometimes get can get cross and not realise actually horses are quite sensitive animals, and yeah, that they do need to to pass wider than than some people do. So yeah, I've had a few few times a few worrying moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well. I is I guess there's not I I guess it is it's just people don't get it do they um no no they don't and I suppose if you don't know about horses then maybe that's why it's mm. yeah it's sometimes comes with with knowledge yeah I guess I guess but it's, it, I guess like it, it's good for you to do that on your days off where you you can just <laughs> chill on on your horse yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely it keeps me busy yeah. Well, uh, like money. I hope I don't see you on, like outside with, with the uh, like a gig on the police. I, I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> no, no. Hopefully, you. I'm sure you won't be. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Yeah. yeah. If if you see me though, you'd have to say say hello. Like I say, we're not scary. No. Come, come and say hi and have a chat. Yeah. Uh, as long as you're not busy. No, no way. No, I'm sure I can always make time to come and say hi. Yeah, I'm sure you can, and uh, I might see you at any switch game. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. I'd rather be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, but before we go, Molly, is there like yeah. any advice or any last words that, that, that you want to say before we go? Thank you very much for, for having me. And I think you've got some good plans for the future and definitely you're doing well with your podcasts. And yeah. I think the more you can do things like this and chat to different people, it would definitely definitely help people out, won't it? And broaden people's knowledge of autism and special needs and anyone on the spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much for having me. Thank you. Um, and it's been really nice chatting to you about um, football, autism, horse riding, police, school, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and to anyone who's watching or listening, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, have a good Easter uh, because this isn't an Easter kind of special episode. But yeah, thank you, Molly. It's been great. Um, and good luck for the future and like, with the police and everything. <laughs> thank you very much. And yeah, good luck to you too. Thanks, Molly. Thank you. Bye. Bye.